Hello everyone, my name is Jerome Smale, I'm Deputy Editor of Food Manufacture and today I'm going to be talking to Andrew Ashby who's Managing Director of Brisco Food Group and we're going to be talking about salt reduction in food manufacture and smart salt which is one of the solutions that's on the market. Hi Andrew, so first off give us an overview as to why salt reduction is important for food manufacturers. Well, I think, I mean, in the UK, um, we have over 16 million people that um, have high blood pressure and um, high blood pressure is, you know, one of the main risk factors for um, stroke and for heart attack, heart failure and kidney disease. Um, and regularly eating too much salt puts increased risk of developing high blood pressure because of excess sodium um, in the body. So, ultimately you know too much sodium is driving obviously a, a health crisis effectively um in in the uk which is ultimately you know why it's important why you know why we should be looking at it from a from a food manufacturing perspective um, yeah. and obviously doing everything that we can to try and minimize the amount of sodium um in the products that we're um that we're producing uh-huh and so how difficult is sodium reduction in food production and um, what are the biggest challenges? So, so sodium and salt obviously play an important functional role in, in food production. So I think one of the challenges that a lot of companies have faced is, you know, obviously the, the preference is always going to be just to reduce salt or sodium in a product. Um, and certainly, you know, that's what, you know, people like Public Health England would, would advocate is, OK, you know, that your first protocol should be reducing salt. But but salt does play an important functional role in a lot of products. So whether it's preservation, uh, whether it's how the product performs in production. So if you think about things like uh, bakery, you know, how does salt um, impact the, um, the development of dough, um, you know, uh, pore size, um, the you know the the use of yeast so so salt has this important um, functional property as well so it's very difficult just to say well we're going to take all salt out of of products not only from a taste perspective because salt obviously does provide you know from a from a sensory perspective it, it enables us to you know to to taste um, flavors differently. But it's also the the if you like the functional benefits, so the preservation, uh, the product performance. So I think where companies are really challenged now is okay, we've you know we've done as much as we can, or you know we've we've made great strides in taking our salt levels down. But to take salt levels down further potentially risks damaging the actual the product itself um, from a perhaps a functional perspective or a preservation perspective. And obviously with the supply chains as they are, you know, the, the challenge is always, you know, if we're shortening shelf life on products, um, you know, that that creates, you know, a, a big knock on effect from a, you know, from a, from a supply chain perspective. Yeah. So smart salt, um, how are you working with smart salt and what is it and how does it work? OK, so um, so smart salt is a, um, it's a it's a unique product in the marketplace. So it's um, a, a co-crystal of um, magnesium. So it's, it's a combination of magnesium chloride, potassium chloride and sodium chloride. So um, a lot of the other products that are on the market typically are potassium based. Um, this is the only product, so smart salt is the only magnesium based um, sodium reduction system. Um, 
obviously magnesium also has um, a lot of health benefits itself um, for um, balancing minerals, which again helps heart health um, and, a, and a healthy balanced um, uh, diet. So, um, so smart salt is a is a unique product. Um, the great thing about smart salt as well is that it really mimics the flavour profile of salt and the functional properties of salt. So. Um, so it enables you. So we've done quite extensive um, consumer acceptance testing across a whole range of different product categories. So anything from uh, cooked meats to cheese to bread to ready meals to soup to actually determine, OK, can people taste a difference um, between regular sodium chloride and, and smart salt? And um, all of the test results that we've got show that actually it's, it's very indistinguishable. So um, so ultimately, the great thing about smart salt is it's very um, flexible in its formulation. So we can formulate it to achieve anything from a 10% sodium reduction all the way to a 60% sodium reduction in products. Um, and then we formulate it in such a way that it's just a one-for-one -one replacer for regular sodium chloride. So from a from a recipe perspective, it's very straightforward. You still have the same amount of smart salt as you would um, regular sodium chloride, but you can achieve that 10 to 60% reduction um, in sodium content in the finished product. So. Right. So in terms of its practical application, it's 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 across the board. Yeah. So and 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 again, we've done. There's lots of uh, lots of testing that's been done. So both from a, um, a a process perspective as well as as a consumer acceptance. Um, I mean, the product actually has been around for um, about 11 years. So it's not a it's not a product that's you know that's brand new to the market. Um, the product is it was designed and and developed in Finland and it's patented. Um, it's extensively used in America. So um, the product's had much, much greater probably um, uh, application use in America than it has done so far in, in Europe. Um, but I think, you know, now we're in a situation where obviously Public Health England issued a new set of salt reduction guidelines in September last year where, you know, they're pushing again companies for, you know, a, a, an average 20 percent further, 20 percent reduction in, in sodium content in products. And that's also into now the, the, the takeaway market, as well as um, products that we're buying in, in retail. Um, so um, the, you know, the, the application of, of smart salt has been has been widely tested. So, as I mentioned, um, in cheese production. So that's anything from hard cheese through to, to soft cheese and processed cheese. Um, bakeries being extensively tested in um, the meat industry, um, so whether that's ready-to-eat meats or uh, brining, because uh, obviously something like brining uses a tremendous amount of salt. Um, what we've also found is that um, magnesium has certain preservation qualities which can enable um, uh, meat processors to actually reduce the nitrate usage as well in meat, so not only can we potentially help reduce sodium, but we can also help to reduce nitrate um, quantity as well in things like meat product. Um, and yeah, so it's 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 got that, you know, that that sort of extensive testing and experience. And and obviously, you know, we've got a team of, of technical experts that can help companies to actually say, how do we utilize this product? What's the right formulation for what's the end, you know, the end result that we're trying to achieve? Right. And as you mentioned, um, 
healthy reformulation solutions are coming to the fore now. Are there any others that are on your radar at the moment? Um, in terms of specifically health, um, I mean, the I, I think sugar reduction continues to, you know, to be, a, a, I guess, a big focus for everyone. And obviously there's there's probably a lot more um, government focus around sugar reduction than there is salt reduction right now. I mean, the you know the public health England targets are are not mandatory. They're um, you know they're advised levels, um, but obviously there is you know a real need I think in the UK marketplace to you know to take them on board and do something about it. Um, but certainly sugar reduction is is continues to be key. Um, I think you know the 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 sort of awareness and management of allergens. You know we've seen over the last couple of years how critical that is. So. Um, you know, improving awareness of of allergens and and you know making sure that you know appropriate safeguards are in place in the supply chain to to prevent you know allergens you know getting into um, into the supply chain that aren't correctly controlled. Um, so I'd say those are the things that you know we've we've been most focused on. Right. Excellent. Well, thanks for taking the time to talk to me today. I really appreciate that. No problem. Pleasure. Cheers, Andrew. Right. Thanks, Jerome. Thanks very much.